Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Welcome to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. Happy New Year from all of us right here in Eastland, Texas. We get to start out the new year like we do pretty much every new year on Life Planning 101. Unraveling year-end legislation. Oh boy, right? Well, this brings to mind a a lifelong senator, uh, Strom Thurmond. I don't know if you know who he was. He was a Democrat out of South Carolina, and he actually holds the record for the Senate's longest filibuster. Now, a lot of people are thinking, okay, what is a filibuster? What exactly is that? Well, the whole goal with a filibuster is just to wear people out so that you can get a vote, take it, you know, get, get things taken off the floor and they don't actually come to vote, right? Or enough people give in and then they end up doing voting. Well, um, in this case, Strom was... Um, <laughs> He was so much wanting to act out against the Civil Rights Act of 1957 that his filibuster lasted for 24 hours and 18 minutes. Now, remember, if you actually are on the floor giving a speech, the moment you step off the floor, the filibuster ends, right? So he couldn't even go to the restroom. Well, the interesting thing, so I was reading about this because I actually kind of got fascinated. I was like, wow, man, that's some actual dedication. So... He actually took a steam shower to try to sweat out any excess fluids before he went to the floor. And then he spent 24 hours rambling. He read the Constitution, the phone book, uh, random random musings, um, different stuff. This is absolutely crazy, right? And he actually had, and get this, uh, he actually had someone there from his office ready so he could keep one foot in the door in case he actually had to go to the restroom. This is no joke, right? This is our Congress. So um, I just thought it's always fun to to poke a little fun at Congress, right? When uh, they give us so much fun to poke at, or maybe not so much fun these days that we have to look for the fun to poke at. But we are not going to be talking about filibusters on Life Planning 101 today. We are going to be talking about required minimum distributions as we start, keywords, start to unravel this secure 2.0. It's, I mean, there's no possible way to go through uh, what they did in this act in one show. Um, so we're, we're kind of cherry picking what we consider probably the most important. And it's just simply to do with timing. And a lot of people may say, well, what is a required minimum distribution? And you may know what a required minimum distribution is. So you think that this may sound boring. Well, neither is true. So let's go ahead and go back to the basics um, because this is really important. Uh, first of all, so what is a required minimum distribution? Well, If you've been contributing to an IRA over the years, a 401k, 403b, 457, anything tax qualified, right? There's a good chance that you're going to have to start taking mandatory distributions called required minimum distributions, also known as an RMD, from your retirement accounts once you reach a certain age. Or when you die, your beneficiaries have to start taking those distributions out of the account. And the point is, is that when you put the money in, you were able to receive a tax deduction or an income deferral off of your paycheck. So it never even hits your tax return, depending on how you got the money in there. 
It was supposed to grow tax-deferred. Um, if it did well, it, it did grow tax-deferred. And then now now the IRS wants their money, right? Uncle Sam saying, well, you can't leave it in there forever. Um, we're either going to get you coming or going. So we're going to get you going. So we're going to make you start taking it out. And used to, pre-2019, you had to be 70 and a half years old. Yeah, I don't know where they came up with that number. It must have been to do with another filibuster story. Who knows? But um, you had to be 70 and a half to take out that first RMD or, or you were required to take out your RMD once you re- reached 70 and a half. And you actually have till April 15th of the next year afterward to take the first. But that was the case. And then if you passed away, of course, if you have a spouse, they were able to continue as if it were their own IRA or on your RMDs, they had different options. And if it went to your children, grandchildren, et cetera, uh, they had the options to either take it out in full, take it out over a five-year period, or they could stretch it over their lifetime by having a required minimum distribution out of it every single year. So, you know, it never really hit your your tax return in globs, right? So it wasn't that big of a deal for most people. Now, I I mean, I think this has gotten worse over the years just from the fact that more and more people have put a ton of money back into 401ks and those types of retirement plans. And so you're building what's called this ticking tax bomb that when you do finally reach that ripe old age that you have to take required minimum distributions, um, it, it blows up your taxes because you remember we're in a progressive tax system, right? So the higher your income is, the higher the tax rate is. And so when you have you know a million dollar IRA, if you're required to take a 4% distribution, that's an extra $40,000 hitting your tax return. And it not only affects you know your income taxes, but it could also affect the amount of social security that is actually taxed on your tax return. And it could also affect your Medicare premiums. Um, you, you get an, an excess that has to be charged or other things. So this is really important to really understand what these required minimum distributions are as a basic. Because now, under Secure 2.0, we've got some some changes to all of this. Uh, well, and I'll back up. To 2019, they raised the required minimum distribution age from 70 and a half to 72. So that sounded like gravy, right? I mean, if you're a Texan, you like gravy on everything. So just making sure we understand that's a positive thing. Okay. So it sounded like gravy. Yes. But on the flip side to that, when you die and not, not talking about your spouse, we're going to leave that one out of the conversation, but when you die and the money would go to your kids or grandkids or whomever, they are no longer able to stretch that distribution over their lifetime. Now, they have to take that distribution within 10 years. So let's go back to the example of a million dollar IRA having to be distributed over 10 years. And what if it just so happens to go to a beneficiary that is doing very well for themselves, they're already in a high tax bracket and you tack on another 100,000 plus a year. Whew, man, this got real sticky, right? So it's got complicated. And then we enter 2023. As if it's not complicated enough to figure all this out, now we have Secure 2.0. Well, because of the nature of this, we actually just created a little tool. We have a timeline to show you exactly when you should take your RMD based on the year that you were born because now we have a spread of different ages. (laughs) And then in addition to that, we have a little chart. So if you are a beneficiary that inherited an IRA, you not only have the 10-year rule, but you also have to take required minimum distributions in certain cases. Right? 
I mean, this gets really, really confusing. So we've created these two tools and feel free to use them. We're like keeping them active on our website for anybody and everybody pass them along because I think these rules are critical and we're going to get into a little bit more of why they're critical. But go to our website, www.kennedy-financial.com. Go to our learning center and uh, see our RMD tools. And when we come back on Life Planning 101, we're going to be talking through these changes, but also talking through what this actually means for you and why it's so important to be addressing in January when it's not even due that you take that distribution if you need to by December. You don't want to miss it right here on Life Planning 101. Welcome back to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. And I want to know if you know, how do mathematicians scold their children? Well, they tell them, if I've told you N times, I've told you N plus one times, right? Oh, complication. Well, that is exactly what we're talking about right now is we've got another a congressional act under our belt in 2022 called Secure 2.0, and it is making a lot of headway in regard to IRAs, 401ks, 529s, all these things. And today our focus is really on those IRAs, really on those requirement of distributions, because you need to know what's up with these changes and you need to know now. And why do you need to know now? Well, we just talked about how they raised the age in 2019 during the Secure Act. 1.0 up to age 72 being the minimum age that you were required to take a distribution out of your IRA. Now they have a ladder. Okay. So uh, starting in 2024, if you're age 73, then you're going to have to take an RMD. And then starting in 2035, if you're age 75, then you have to take a requirement of distribution. Like I said, go to our website, www.kennedy financial.com. We have a little timeline on there, make it real simple for you to see because it is very difficult to explain verbally. But what I really want to focus on for this show is not necessarily the ages because I don't, I don't even want you to be thinking about the ages right now. I don't even want you to be thinking, when do I have to take this out? I want you to be thinking about strategy because it is a very unique time that we're living in right now. And I think, I think everybody would agree to that, right? I mean, when's the last time that we experienced these types of interest rates in our environment? You know, when's the last time that we experienced this type of inflation? How often do we actually get a bear market uh, like we're getting today, you know, a stock market? And, and how does all that pile up and why does it apply to you? Well, remember what I told you that a required minimum distribution is. You have to take money out of an account that is fully taxable and it's taxable as ordinary income. So the higher that mandatory amount is, more likely the higher your tax bill is going to be. And oh, by the way, did I mention that we have tax reform expiring in three years, 2026, right around the corner? So if that sunsets and doesn't change, your tax rates could actually go up. So if you have an IRA that's worth more and your tax rates are higher, hmm, you don't have to be the child of the mathematician to figure that one out, right? So it's really important that you're planning ahead. You're not just planning for what you have to do in 2023. And why am I talking about this in January of 2023? Well, I'm talking about this in January 2023 because we're in a bear market right now. 
Historically speaking, okay, when bear markets bottom out um, between 20 and 30%, the average return over the next 12 months is 39%, okay? Now, you can, you can look that up on all kinds of things. We've actually got the reference right here on our, our uh, dashboard this week with our newsletter. Uh, again, you can go to our website, www.kennedy-financial.com, and make sure you're signed up to get those weekly newsletters because we coin them. Uh, they are very applicable to what is going on in the world today. And that's a big one, right, is just understanding where we're at in these markets and what that could mean for the future of your IRA. And if you're, you know, if it's your IRA, not an inherited IRA, you might be thinking about a Roth conversion, right? I mean, converting that money to after-tax dollars in one of the lowest tax rate environments in history, coupled with the bear market, the returns on that can be significant. Doesn't mean that will be significant, but they could be significant. So it's extremely important to be thinking in that direction, right? Uh, much more where we talked about when you inherit an IRA, having to pull that money out over 10 years, um, the same is true for a Roth IRA, but it's tax-free at that point. So that's a big difference, right? It's important to be thinking about those things. Now, here's some other conversation uh, starters, so to speak, that I want to throw out there because, and I should back up. So we agree that this is complicated. <laughs> I think there's no doubt about that. IRAs, 401ks, it's getting more and more complicated all the time with all the rules that are surrounding them. And you need to get help. You need to have someone that can help you look at this holistically and a unique perspective to your unique situation, your family dynamics, your future and goals, um, your current situation. Because uh, if you're not, you're just taking canned advice and it, it really could end up hurting you over the long term if you do that, right? So even with me talking about that today, doing a Roth conversion may not be the best thing for you. And I'll give you a specific of that is, let's imagine that your tax rate's actually going to be lower when you start spreading out that distribution over a lifetime and you don't have a huge IRA. If you got eaten up with a tax bill doing that conversion today, that might not be a good thing for you. So it doesn't mean that it always applies, but it does mean that you at least need to be talking to someone to see if it does and working through those numbers. So we talked about Roth conversions. Now, here's another tool to think about. Qualified longevity annuity contracts. Okay, so these were created several years ago. And what it does is it allows you to take a portion of your money. And with that money, you could put it in an annuity and defer having to take an RMD. So it lowers the amount of RMD that you have to take. And if you know anything about annuities, annuities are created so that you don't outlive the income, right? So there's some uniqueness to these contracts. Sometimes they're really, really good. Sometimes they make no sense at all. And then there's everywhere in between. What I will say is that with Secure 2.0, it increased the amount for most people that you could put into that instrument. You can move over, you can move 200,000 over into a, it's called a QLAC, Qualified Longevity Annuity Contract, and delay taking those RMDs out of there. Um, and also it's a very favorable time to be looking at these because what are interest rates doing? So what do you think annuity rates are doing? <laughs> yes, they've been moving up. I mean, this is in the first time in years you start to look at annuities and you go, oh, wow. And if, if you know, things go back to some sort of norm, you've locked yourself in at a pretty good deal. So it's definitely worth taking a look at those um, and seeing if they apply to you. When we come back on Life Planning 101, we're going to be talking about RMDs, a new year with new rules. And I have 
three other things that you're not going to want to overlook as you're starting to strategize and think through when should you take your distributions out of your IRA, even if you're not RMD eligible yet, Require even if you don't have to, you still might be wanting to. And we're going to address that when we come back. You're not going to want to miss it. Welcome back to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. And I tell you what, if you've missed any part of this show, you have to go back and listen to it because we're talking about required minimum distributions under Secure 2.0. Yes, another congressional act that was passed at the end of 2022 that changed the outlook for IRAs, 401ks, 529s, Roths, all these other things, blah, 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 blah. But we're not going to get to all today. Uh, we are specifically talking about required minimum distributions, whether it is your IRA, your 401k, 403b, 457, et cetera, or if it's an inherited IRA and what you need to be doing, not only the timeline and what those changes look like, but what you need to be considering. Because yes, I don't know if you've noticed, we are in a little bit of a down market and we have a little bit of an increase with interest rates. And uh, we have tax reform that's going to be expiring if nothing gets done for changes in the next three years. And this is like the perfect storm to create the perfect plan for some people. And you don't want to let that go for sure. You know, it reminds me of this little customer that walked into a post office and he was wanting to mail a package. And the post office worker said, well, two-day shipping is going to cost you $12.95 to get there by Friday. And he said, well, I, I don't need it there by Friday. I need it there by Saturday. And we make that happen. And she said, sure, just bring it back tomorrow. <laughs> so, you know, maybe the government's not so flexible, but you can be. And so that's the goal of this is trying to figure out where we can do some flexibility. We talked about Roth conversions. We talked about another tool called Qualified Longevity Annuity Contracts. I want to bring your attention to Qualified Charitable Distributions next. So these are QCDs, Qualified Charitable Distributions, and the age hasn't changed on this. Okay, even though now 2023 going forward, you have to be 73 to take in a required minimum distribution. If you're over 70 and a half, you can send up to $100,000 directly out of your IRA to a charity and it doesn't even hit your tax return. This isn't like an itemized deduction. Um, this is great because for a lot of people, this means, and, and by the way, if you are a required minimum distribution, if you have one, it actually applies towards that, right? So it won't hit your tax return. It wouldn't affect your social security taxable amount, right? Wouldn't affect your Medicare premium. This could be big for a lot of people when that adjusted gross income number is very important for various planning reasons. And um, Secure 2.0 has actually allowed for this amount to start keeping up with inflation on a go forward basis. So it's been $100,000 for several years now. And next year, we're going to start to see that needle move upward, which is really exciting. Um, another thing to add to that is that they have allowed where you actually, so we talked about in the beginning where you can stretch your IRA uh, or you used to be able to stretch your IRA. If you inherited an IRA and take a required minimum distribution over your lifetime, well, you can't do that anymore. The best you can do is you can take it over 10 years. Well, that's not always the true because if you are always true, because if you set up your estate planning properly, you can use charitable instruments such as a charitable remainder unit trust. 
to be able to th- to make the beneficiary of that IRA go to, it would pay out over someone's lifetime or someone's lifetime and then go to a charity at the end of that. So it's kind of like reinstituting that stretch. Well, they just put into law in Secure 2.0 that you could take $50,000 one time of your qualified charitable distribution amount and you can go ahead and put that into a charitable remainder unit trust. And I'm going to tell you with interest rates the way they are, that could look extremely attractive. You could also put it with a charitable gift annuity. And again, going back to interest rates, that could look extremely attractive. So those are some other great planning tools to make sure that you're talking uh, with your advisor about. And last but not least is talking about that inherited IRA. So if you are the beneficiary of an inherited IRA, I want to remind you that we are, again, in a progressive tax system, right? 2026 is right around the corner. Don't wait to be taking out those distributions and say, oh no, because, and I guarantee some people are going to do it where they're going to have a million dollars come due in one year and hit their tax return and they're going to be screaming right? So don't let that be you. In fact, if uh, the person before you was taking required minimum distributions, you at least have to take those required minimum distributions in most cases if you inherited it. But then you've got to still take out that full amount by year 10. So I would highly recommend, especially with this bear market, especially with other tools that are available for tax planning that are out there today, and we don't know if they will or will not be there tomorrow, that you are working with someone to structure that and get that out of there. You cannot wait to the last minute. So back to what I promised. Okay, when um, you go online to our website, www.kennedy-financial.com, you're going to find two tools, and the first of which is when do you have to start taking required minimum distributions? And we've got a nice little timeline that lays everything out based on the year that you were born. And then the second thing is we've got a, uh, a tool for people who have inherited IRAs and whether or not they have to take required minimum distributions. Um, so they are there. Utilize them. Utilize us. We're here. You know, the biggest thing is um, that you this is a year that you cannot procrastinate. You just can't. Because if we're sitting here six months from today or nine months from today, if that market starts climbing a wall of worry today, which it might, and it might not look back, you'd be kicking yourself because you didn't do the planning that you needed and utilize that bear market to your advantage in a low tax environment, right? So don't wait get help, make this a priority in 2023. We're here. Utilize us. I'm always telling people, use us and abuse us. That's what we're here for. Um, That's why we we spend so much time reading all this legislation is we want to truly help people. We want to help people live life on purpose and not have those nasty surprises. So with that being said, don't miss any of the life planning shows this year. Life planning 101 shows this year. They're going to be great. We're starting off the year with a bang as normal, going over all these changes in Secure 2.0. I tell you, we got 529s to cover, changes to 401k plans to cover, emergency loans, loan match. I mean, all kinds of stuff. So you're not going to want to miss um, all these things that we're going to be we're going to be discussing through and talking about the strategies around. And uh, until next time. God bless you and have a great week. Signing off, my name is Angela Robinson with Smart Money Group, Kennedy Financial Services, helping people live life on purpose since 1989. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Don't forget to learn how our sister company can assist you with all of your tax, bookkeeping, and consulting needs. You can find out more at briscoeandassociates.com. 
Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author, may differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group LLC. Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates Incorporated.